I'm Capwam Dingus, and this is SEO in 2024, Additional Insights. Capwam, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2024? My additional insight is the use of EAT to supercharge your uh, organic performance and using some of my experience in the space, I've been able to actually see impact for our clients based on improving EAT signals on, on the website. For one client in particular, we actually saw 34% organic boost, although it did take a few months for Google to acknowledge all of the changes that we'd made. So that's what I'll be covering. Sounds good. Okay, so what does um, 34% mean? Does that mean a 34% increase in traffic over, over a certain period of time? Yeah, so it was a 34% uh, increase in organic traffic, uh, organic sessions to be specific. And it was over, I'd say, a period. So what, what actually happened was we made all these changes, you know, adding author pages, including references to really well-established websites uh, with data behind them. And it actually took until an algorithm update happened in March. And we made those changes probably in December. So it took a good like three, four months, but once the uh, impact did hit, we, you know, it was very visible and clearly due to those changes. So, so you said clearly due to those changes. How do you know that EAT were the, um, the structure, the, the, the changes that you made that actually impacted the, the, the traffic that you received? Because um, most of our focus, so uh, for this client uh, particularly uh, who are in the legal space, there was no like additional content created. To be fair, there might have been some, some additional technical changes that we also made, but nothing that was v- uh, very significant. The key tasks that we did over those few months were basically eat-based. Like I said, one of the key real things was sort of establishing the authority of uh, the authors for, the, for a lot of their articles and their content. As you can imagine, in the legal space, it's very important to show that you have that authority and that experience in that space. Yeah, absolutely. So it was just the existing content that you were optimizing rather than creating new content. Exactly. In their, in their case, you know, they already had hundreds of thousands of pages worth of content. At that specific period, it was just focusing on uh, optimizing what was already uh, established and created. So months down the line, we, you know, we did add additional content, but during that period, no additional content was added. Lovely. So it'd be great to dive into maybe specific examples of, of, of what you changed to that content in order to actually get the results that you did. Um, so how, how would you summarize the changes that you made? Yeah. So um, one of the key things we did uh, was actually add authors to the articles or uh, the content in particular. It was very weird because they did have authors there, but they, it wasn't a clickable link. And it was only on some pages. So what we did was literally make sure that all content, you know, that um, was giving advice, was making recommendations or, you know, in, in this legal space, we, where we could find the uh, author that wrote it, we uh, made sure we linked to their profile because they actually had like author profiles on their website, but they hadn't linked to it from all this content. So we did all of that. Then they also built out new uh, profiles because it was just a bit of a mess, to be 100% honest. Um, And then by doing that, we then also built up the actual author pages. So 
added, you know, links to social media where they had that made sure that the description, sometimes it would be one sentence or two sentence giving uh, out the experience of these authors. We bulked that up, you know, made sure to mention any qualifications, any certifications they may have had. And uh, alongside that, actually on the content itself, we uh, improved the internal linking so that if somebody was on a specific topic, it would also link to other content or other articles that were relevant to that space. On the same website, not, not externally. So we did both. We did both. So I, I, the next uh, point I was going to make was uh, also linking out externally to uh, both go .gov sites that might have like a lot of data and information um, around, the, again, the legal space, because in particular for them, that, that was the case. And um, also the last thing as well was just where we could in incorporate the actual data on the, on the page itself. Uh, either because it was like well-known information or it was information that our client had dug up because they're, they're quite a authoritative figure in their space as well. So they have a lot of data that they've, they've gathered themselves. We started to make sure they were using it, especially on, we had to almost prioritize the pages we wanted that on. Um, and it was high traffic pages, but we did that also including, yeah, the other tasks around the author stuff. So yeah. Combination oh, okay. So really yeah. optimizing existing content, structuring existing content better. Yeah. So just, just digging back into the precise structure of the, the authors, the author links. So at yeah. the bottom, I presume of the articles, you'd have maybe one or two lines uh, about the author and then you'd link through to the author page from there. So actually in, in this instance, all we would do is just have the author name and then, uh, make it that clickable and then on the on the author page we would have uh, more information about them so you wouldn't even have a description of the maybe the, their job title the, yeah so okay yeah that that's a fair point it, it would be like a quick description you know head of whatever job job title or yeah category yeah 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 exactly um right next to, yeah so we kept it fairly simple fairly slick and that was a agreed decision with them because we have done it for other clients where it's a bit more beefed out, um, a description of who they are and what they do on the page itself. But I think part of the design of the page, I guess, was taken into consideration. So all we did was list, yeah, the job title and then link to. And did you do that because you actually wanted to encourage visitors to click on that link and visit the author page as well as search engines finding the link? Yeah, exactly. So we, we, we tried to make it quite visible. And I think that was part of the reason we didn't want to make too much of a, a, a bio on, on the page. We wanted to encourage people to kind of click on the profile and, you know, uh, discover, obviously they won't always do that, but it just gives them that option of if they want to find out who's giving them that advice, uh, exactly. Rowan. Okay. And did you use schema as well? Yes, we also did use a uh, schema markup, you know, with the article schema, we was also, you know, quite careful in adding author, adding descriptions. So actually filling it out in a detailed manner. And yeah, it, it, it was, I think like a combination of making sure that, you know, both the search engines, like you said, it's obviously you do a lot of this for search engines, but also making sure users were aware of the authority behind the content being produced. Yeah. And in terms of the social media links that you mentioned on the author pages, is that just LinkedIn or did you use other, other sites as well? 
we used other sites as well. So I think the three key ones were Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, Twitter. So there was actually two rounds of this. So we, we searched for those three profiles and then where there was anything else that we could find, I think that, so we did, we got our, some of our dev guys to do like a, a, a scraper, you know, a sort of a search and where we could find other social media profiles as well. We'd add one or two. Typically we were aiming to get about three social media profiles for, um, as most of the writers or, or yeah, content producers. Brilliant. Okay. And did you link to any other resources on online about the authors, any other publications where they'd published as well? So it would, the, the only other link would be to either, um, there, there's, there was a website that basically, uh, I guess the law society, I guess I can mention it, who basically have a, I guess, profile of anyone in the legal space who's a qualified, I think. Right. Okay. So, so, so if you've got an industry body and, um, you, you have, you've been featured on that industry body website, then that's a good website to link out to demonstrate that you are that person and, um, um, you should be, um, authoritative because, yeah, you're a key figure in your industry. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, in a couple of cases as well, they'd have their own websites. Basically, uh, we did like an Excel file. So, so who had what information and things like that. So, because what can end up happening is you can have. I don't know, loads of social media profiles that you can link to, and then it can get a little too busy. So we basically limited it to three social media profiles and then like a website, which was typically like, like you said, the authoritative body. And if we couldn't find that, we would look for if they had a website or as a backup. And in terms of restructuring the content, I love the fact that you said actually linking out to authoritative, relevant um, websites um, for, for, from the the article um, actually yeah. can help to drive traffic to you because I think many people are a little bit scared of linking out to other sites There's, because they think that it'll drive traffic mm. out to their website instead of to it, but um, yeah. it, it can result in more traffic as well, which is great. You also talked about um, restructuring data or incorporating more data was there a particular structure that you used for that in order to I guess try to encourage search engines to perhaps even use that data in featured snippets or um, other areas so yeah this is uh quite uh, quite a lot of went uh, went into this so we actually had help from our uh, digital PR team as well who ran some surveys and things of that nature so that we could also get some unique data points because a lot of the data points in a lot of spaces are shared. So if you were getting it from like a .gov site, any site can kind of pull that data, which is, you know, still useful. But I think some of the things we did with, you know, emailing questions to some of their, I guess, uh, subscribers and et cetera, allowed us to come up with, uh, new data points and then putting that, you know, in different formats. So. We, t- we tested putting it in like tables. It, I guess it just depending on what the information was is, and the question was always, what is the most digestible way for people to take in this data? So sometimes it was just sort of mentioning a quote within the content. Sometimes it was a table. In a few instances, a couple of instances, we also included like infographics as well. I think we could even do more of that, uh, to be honest with you, because I like um, some of the results from pages where we included inf- infographics as well. So, so, so what does results mean? Sorry, does that mean inclusion on Google image search or something else? So in terms of the results we saw from those pages, 
it's, I guess it's a number of things. So it's actually the organic traffic we saw t uh, to those pages improve, I guess the metrics in terms of engagement. And, uh, when I say that, that time spent on the page, you know, you could kind of see even like with pages where we added like videos as well, you could kind of see in some instances, people spending an extra 25, 30 seconds on that page. What you mentioned as well, where, where you've added, uh, unique, uh, images like with infographics, you see it appearing in Google images for certain, uh, searches. It, we didn't see too much of a jump in traffic from that, but it all adds up. So I think for one of the pages, for example, using search console, we we're able to see that the image in, in a month that we added got an extra, uh, 22 clicks, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's bringing people to a site and, you know. Absolutely. I mean, if you can do that across tens of thousands of articles, you're onto a winner. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. So I think as well as just the direct results of traffic, increased traffic, the good thing was seeing those engagements, you know, you know, people spending more time and engaging with that page. So you've shared what SEO should be doing in 2024. Now let's talk about what SEOs shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2024? Yeah, I think I'd say creating content for the sake of just adding content to your website. Cause I feel like, you know, we get the message from so many sources that you want to make sure you're adding content, new, fresh content to your site. And I think with the new addition of like AI tools that help, uh, us generate content, uh, the danger is you can end up spending time creating content that's not unique. So you can end up trying to just create content and put it out there and hope, hoping that something sticks. And I think at the end of it, it's going to be more time consuming for the result that you get. So I think a better approach is just to take a step back, actually understand the intent of your audience for, um, key topics and actually produce quality content. Take, you know, obviously you can use AI to speed up the process, but I would really recommend people take that additional, additional time to make sure the content is unique and it has its own spin that's different from anything else out there. Kapwam Dingus is Senior SEO Manager at Symmetrical, and you can find her over at symmetrical.com. Kapwam, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2024. Thanks for having me. I've been your host, David Bain. You've been listening to an episode of SEO in 2024, Additional Insights, a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2024 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more at seoin2024.com. Oh,